Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. listening to Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents. God, we mm. haven't done that to not a screaming crowd. I know. It feels really <laughs> rushed. Of thirsty women I know. in several months. <laughs> I had like extra long pause, it, pause for applause. Um, not to humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a very, very special episode for you guys this week. Um, and we're in a professional studio we're in a real studio and the microphone so good is not sitting in a cardboard box with a glued yoga mat to the side and we have to make eye contact with each other which is really painful for all of us (laughs) (laughs) um but we have a very special guest coming at you from the exactly right studios Mm -hmm. of the famed podcast the murder squad Mm -hmm. billy jensen ever heard of him (laughs) (laughs) hi everyone thank you so much for having me thank you for having us i also love that you're wearing a megan rapinoe t-shirt she's an american hero a thousand percent i I mean the the fact that she really put the entire nation on her shoulders Mm -hmm. said i'm not going to the fucking white house yes had trump going after her yeah and then had her girlfriend like uh, uh, wrote that really great article mm-hmm. about her, and then goes and and nails it. Yeah, and scores. Oh yeah, and, sc- and it's just like I just love that because she she stuck the landing. That I want Trump to chills. go after me so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like such goals. But I, I will I will say this though. So speaking of Minnesota, you know, growing up as a little kid who was a hockey player, I, Minnesota was like yeah. mm-hmm. Shangri La. It was mm-hmm. this, this place where it's Mecca, Bemidji, ten thousand lakes, and you can Duluth. play in your backyard and everything yeah. like that. But so I was playing a game last night, and a fight broke out, yes. and I saved a man's life. <gasps> what? Here's, what, here's what happened. So we have this guy named Vlad who. Oh is my God, this, Vlad, the this, impaler. This, this shorter. Um, guy from Russia. Well, everyone's shorter than yeah, you, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> guy from Russia. That's a rude. He starts fighting, and he always gets into fights, and he's fighting this guy, and hes they're both on the ground. They, the refs are on top of them, and he's got him in a chokehold, like like around his throat, just Holy around his, sh- yeah. Okay, that's beyond like, a hockey it is. fight. That's, well, this a, is, that's an assault. And then I, so I was right down there, and Vlad's on my team. But I just I saw it and I grabbed his hand and I pulled it off of him because I think he was gonna kill him. Oh my so, god! <laughs> Holy shit! My, Hockey's my, so cool, you and, and my daughter had the best quote. She said when I was explaining it to her last night, she goes, "That's not hockey. That's homicide." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, now you just launched your spinoff podcast, <laughs> yeah. Hockey Homicide. Yeah, and have, we'll book. just do a Hockey Homicide episode yeah. and have you on again. Absolutely. And Vlad, we're gonna have Vlad on. Yeah, special yes. guest yeah. Vlad. And my dad, the serial killer. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lucy's you know what? Dad a great, hockey. A great Hockey Homicide story. There was a guy named Brian Spinner Spencer. He was supposed to have an interview, and it was supposed to run on TV in between one of the one of the um, uh, news things. Uh-huh. It didn't run. And his dad went down to the TV station and shot somebody. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean, I love a supportive father, <laughs> but maybe that's just pushing it yeah. a teeny tiny bit. My Whoopsie's mom doesn't right even now. listen to our podcast. Yeah, neither does like, my mom. Sure. My mom listened to like to 10 episodes and she was like, they're really um, long. Tell Amanda to stop swearing. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck I will. Too many swears. Sorry, mom. 
Oh my oh god. My well, god. we're not covering hockey. We're homicide. not covering this hockey. Ho- now <laughs> I'm like so upset that we're not covering hockey homicide. Change it. Quick change. No, right. um, we, we can do that on the fly, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Here, let me just Google something real quick. Slap shot. Oh my god. Please hurt. <laughs> no. I no. Can't. <laughs> we are doing something that is uh, a topic, and it's very special to Billy's heart, I think. Um, because the topic is web sleuths. Mm-hmm. But first, shout out to our lovely fan picker this week, Lauren Hurley. Oh, um, love it. I love this pick, Lauren. And um, Lauren also wants to shout out the quote, lesbians of Levenshul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar. Just kidding. It's somewhere in the UK, I think. Mm, I and love I, it. Two hundred miles. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is very far from Peniston. Mm. If the lesbians have anything to say about it, um, and also Lauren would especially like to sh- shout out Rachel, who also listens to One in Crime. So I thank you, Lauren, and thank you, Rachel. No, I wouldn't say you're a web sleuth. I'd say you're like an everything sleuth. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have graduated. I yeah. graduated from there. I, I, you know, I, I prefer the term citizen detective. Okay. Because mm. uh, that's really what we're doing, and I mm-hmm. try to explain. You know, that's really what a lot of the books about. The books about a guy who was, and granted, I was a journalist, and I was only writing about unsolved murders. What happens when you're writing about unsolved murders is you don't have an ending to your right, story, right. and it's. And then after, you know, this these things happened, and you know, I was friends with Michelle, and Michelle passed away mm-hmm. while she was working on the Golden State Killer book, and. You know, I was working on that book, and I was just so bummed that, like, these killers win, and then we right. die. Mm-hmm. And then I came up with this sort of aha moment, this idea. So it's like, I think I can solve this one particular crime. It was mm-hmm. happening in Minnesota. This guy was attacked on a street, and I was looking at the video going, why does anybody recognize this guy? It's been four months. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I'm going to solve this thing. Yeah. yeah. And I went and I solved it, and then it was just kick the ball off there. And, uh, you know, part of I, – I wanted to – after that, I wanted to write the book, and I was telling people how to do it, and then I was sort of like – People are going to try this on their own. On their oh, own. Right. Yeah. Let's but give them the tools. Let's give them the tools and also the rules, which right. is very mm-hmm. important. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it is Because it, like... it could get into vigilante territory. 100%. Oh, yeah. that I, that's what I was just going to say. That gets mm-hmm. a little, mm-hmm. that line is so gray. Oh, yeah. and especially mm-hmm. when you have like very passionate people trying to bring justice to their family, their loved ones. Yeah. Like There's no length that certain mm-hmm. people won't go to, which some of that passion is important, but it can yeah. also border you're, on You're seeing dangerous. that a lot with Delphi mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. you're seeing a lot of side-by-sides, which what we call them, where right. somebody sees the you know um, Abby and Libby who were who were murdered the two little girls in Indiana and they were uh, you know they were killed and they they had the wherewithal to take a video of the guy mm-hmm. they, we have the picture of the guy the video and it's a little blurry but then you have people just finding other pictures on Instagram or Facebook and saying mm-hmm. is it this guy right and they're ruining people's lives right right, right. how do you bounce back or going into at or Libby's uh, Facebook friends and just looking at all of her friends and seeing why is this old guy you know mm-hmm. and then putting and meanwhile the old guy is like a relative yeah you, know, you can make all kinds yeah. of assumptions and so uh, it's the, the, that kind of stuff that we've got to fight against mm-hmm. yeah. well we do um, we're gonna try not to speculate as wildly as we sometimes do. Before be, we do, though. But before we do, let's get hammered. We are gonna be responsible <laughs> in this episode, and we're going to drink irresponsibly in this episode because we are not driving. So Amanda, we're lifting, shifting, <laughs> higher than the ceiling. <laughs> Ooh, it's the ultimate feeling. <laughs> <laughs> 
Amanda, what is our wine crime pairing for this episode? Mm-hmm. At the request of the phenomenal fan picker Lauren Hurley, this week's vegan wine is brought to you all the way from Australia, mate. Oh, good day, mate. Good day, also mate. from Peniston. Yes, <laughs> throw another shrimp on the barbie, mate. <laughs> <laughs> So that has nothing to do with the episode, but the name of the wine has a lot to do with the episode because we are drinking the Investigator Cab Franc. Oh, yeah. Oh, <coughs> oh yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. Anyway, so this is 100% Cabernet Franc. You kind of nail it when you go too far. I know. Mm-hmm. That should be speaking good French. It's just yeah. exaggerating those stereotypes. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. And I really loved the tasting notes that they gave about this wine. It's a dark wine demonstrating the variety's classic leanness with firm brooding tannins Mm -hmm. so like i'm a brooding tannin (laughs) yes so obviously we can appreciate the name of this wine and the brooding tannins of this wine um it's dark and rich um flavors like sarsaparilla and roasted beetroot which like there's a better way to say it's herbaceous (laughs) or earthy than roasted beetroot come on Notes of dried herbs and fennel leading to a medicinal edge. <laughs> this They're not sounds doing this like I would hate it. A yeah. medicinal edge. Yeah, it's a cab franc. Usually they have like a nice balance, a nice balanced structure. They finish fairly dry. Those tannins kind of dry out your mouth. And this is super ageable. So the vintage that we are drinking is, I think, the 2017. But you could age this to 10 to 15 years at cellar temperature, which uh, we've talked about before. Don't quote me on this. I want to say is around like 52 degrees Fahrenheit and keep it out of the sun. But yeah, this is a really high rated bottle. It clocks in at 14.5% ABV and it's a popper. And somebody was looking for an opportunity <laughs> to redeem thyself with a pop. Okay. Yes. I'm going to try. I'm very embarrassed. Okay. It's okay. It's I've got okay. it started. I'm going to move the microphone closer to the thighs, situation. Girl. Oh, God. Don't oh, call situation. your vagina the situation. <laughs> Gym tan laundry. Do not. Okay. Okay. All right. Sliding out real nice. Ew. I don't want to jinx myself, but so You're far so it? good. Okay, ready? Kay. Yep. Ooh. Oh, oh my god. That was amazing. <laughs> nice. Nice pap. Nice can you say pap? Pap. Oh, that's pretty oh, good. Yeah. He's, good. He's good. Oh, yeah. He plays hacky. He plays hockey. hockey. And he spent time solving crimes in Minnesota. So yeah. And I, I also and I know, you know, you guys deal with Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. It's a little different, but <laughs> oh, we deal with Wisconsin. And I was there <laughs> recently signing some books. 
And they said, uh, I got three you betches. And I oh, was like, geez. oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. is a crowning okay. achievement. Billy, seriously, your Minnesota accent is the best non-Minnesotan. Yes, Minnesotan oh. accent. Seriously, heard. I'm not, I'm, that's Some of so them are real. awful. The Southerners <laughs> trying to do Minnesota accents, bless their hearts. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. But I God love bless it. them. We can't do their accent either. That's true. <laughs> Since we're all in person. All right. Oh, yeah. we can cheers. Cheers. Oh, <laughs> that was so oh, weird. All right. Okay, well, now let's get right into it. I want to hear more about this this case in Minnesota yeah. and about your upcoming book. Actually, no, it's out now, isn't it? It just came out. Yeah, yes, it today's just came the out. 15th that this today's is the being 15th. released. Congratulations. Yes, it just came out. Yay. And then me and Amanda yep. will be in conversation. In person. In person. At Majors and Quinn in I call it Uptown, but a lot of people in Minneapolis might think that's more South Minneapolis, but whatever. It's on uh, 30th and Hennepin. We're going to be hanging out at 5 p.m. on Sunday, August 18th. Talking about Chase Darkness with me. Getting real dark weird and dark maybe a little fun i don't know it's gonna I think be it's, i think it'll be fun it's gonna be and awesome. it's the beginning of the book tour too so oh, we'll so have, have some energy so we'll have some energy and you won't have pink eye yet like amanda got yeah Man, i'm my eye is clear okay <laughs> don't you laugh at me steven <laughs> don't you steven. dare <laughs> steven's face was so she full looked... of shock i've been on antibiotic eye cream for over a week i'm yeah. no longer contagious steven's on the phone right now with a cleaning service <laughs> steven's like fuck i shook her hand it's okay, God I brought it. bed bugs. No, she had, um, <laughs> and Lucy brought scabies. Had, I no, shook my Ivy. scabies before we left. <laughs> yeah, Amanda had a sty and pink eye at the same time. And she's like, it hurt. Ow, it hurts. Ow, every time every, I blink. Every so, time I blink. Ow. Billy, if there's one piece of advice we can give Purell. you for going on a book tour, it's take a bath and hand sanitizer constantly. Yes. yes. All right. People Thank be nasty. Yes. <laughs> We love them. We love them, and you're all filthy. Is it? Wash your hands after you finger your butthole. It's not that hard. Is I'm not even Keanu? telling you not to finger your butthole. Just Is wash your Keanu fucking hands. Is it Keanu Reeves, who there's like several photos of him posing with fans, and you can see like the he's hover hands. not oh, he's got touching the hover them hands. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I it's think that's because he's. It's equal parts it's the like matrix. infection and <laughs> not wanting to touch women without their consent. Right. Yeah. He's like the best so boy good. of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, he's also never had pink eye, and yeah. I should have taken a page out of his book yeah. before we left on this 18 city tour. <laughs> Not a lot. It's great. Anyway, oh, PTSD. Take it away. Oh, also, who are we? Oh, fucking oh, Christ. <laughs> whatever. I'm Kenyon. I'm Lucy. Who cares? I'm Amanda. And, uh, Billy Johnson. That's whatever. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're 45 minutes into the episode already. I always okay. forget. Well, my segment, this is Lucy. My segment is going to be Really just a conversation with Billy. So what I want to ask you first is please give us your background and psych. <laughs> you as a human being. Yeah. yeah. Dive uh, in. I'm a Leo. So Ooh. am I. It's almost our birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, When's yeah. your birthday? This well, airs tomorrow. after our birthday. Your birthday is tomorrow? Yeah, it's August 2nd. <gasps> Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. We forgot a cake. We usually travel with a cake. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> we, ate, we ate the cake this morning. We fucking totally It was delicious. You know, I started out as a, you know, as a, a little bit of a I wrote sports I wrote about hockey fights actually Sport that's how I, how I got my mm-hmm. my start was writing about hockey fights in a little zine if you kids mm-hmm. remember zines oh, oh yeah and I, I remember that zines. Slash I've the heard tell of Slash in the, the neck skate. with the skate. Clint Malarchuk yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I and love if that he video. was if he was uh, yeah and his blood you know the blood spurting everywhere out of his yeah, neck. that video is incredible so cool. and if if 
if it was another period and the the trainer wasn't that close, mm-hmm. he would have died. The trainer got there really fast and, and stopped the bleeding. Oh, it yeah, was yeah. amazing. That's so. wild. Uh, yeah, oh. it happens. Have you ever instigated a hockey fight? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yesterday yeah, sure, you betcha. Oh, my God. <laughs> yesterday was yeah. No, no, no. It's, yeah. It, now I'm sort of like the guy that's that, that tries to calm everybody down. Right. But... You know, now you know I played. I started playing offense. Now I play defense, and I'm all about just protecting my goalkeeper. So mm-hmm. or or goaltender, as they say. Uh, but uh, yeah, if somebody hits him or hits him after the whistle or something like that, it's yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. How yeah. many right. listeners have turned off this episode? <laughs> now they think it's about sports. And how many listeners are turned on by this episode <laughs> <laughs> because they think it's about sports? So uh, you know, I um, you know, I started writing about. Uh, murders. My first murder case that I did was I got a phone call. I was working for the New York Times, and they said there's a body that was found in a barrel uh, oh under a house, and a family had just moved into the house. And, oh uh, my and they God. said, go down there and try mm-hmm. to interview family family or, or interview neighbors. What did so this I have to do with hockey? That, no, we're done with hockey. <laughs> 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 he was saying he got his start right like in the journalism In the journalism industry. world with hockey. <laughs> and then was I, this your first like non-hockey case though? Like, oh, I got a body well, in a barrel. Go check it out. Well, I was I was um, stringing for the New York Times, which is like they send you to go out there and just do all the legwork mm-hmm. and it. call it into rewrite. Okay. So uh, while I was doing, you know, so I go out there and I – uh, you know, this family is like this nice family that just bought a house mm-hmm. and they're just like, oh my God, what That's the hell? That's the ultimate yeah. nightmare slash my dream. I yeah. was just going to oh, say I that. I want to find a body so badly. Hopefully <laughs> of like no one that I like know and love. Right. But yeah. a random body. It'd be so exciting. No, I didn't. I've, I've told my wife that we're getting a cadaver dog when we yes. retire. Yes. Yeah. I'm just going to hike. Yeah. Because the, the idea of hiking is just so like, no, I'm a, so goth, I'm a goth kid, you know, but yeah. it's like if there's something Same. potentially at the end of it, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Can you just like get one? Like you a can. You can adopt. Yeah. No, you can adopt ones. retired ones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm so much all about it. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening. Oh my, can we pet your soon to be cadaver retired cat? Yeah, just call us when this happens. Okay. Cadaver cats. Probably not. No. Cats, Cats will not cannot be trained. Yeah. 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 Cats are like, so, I know how to do this, but fuck you, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Every cat. Here's is my butthole. <laughs> so they, um, so they, they give me, you know, I get the, I find the phone numbers for the previous owners, and I mm-hmm. call the first one, and the, and nobody's, nobody's there. <laughs> I call the second one, going back this. in chronologically, and the cops are there actually. Uh, and then I call the original owner, and I say, "Hi, is this Howard Elkins?" And, and yep. he said, "Yeah." It's like, did you murder anyone? Did you, you uh, you know, somebody just bought your old house, and there was a body, and you know, do you know why it was there? And he, and he went, "Really." No, said, yeah. that's not the normal reaction. And Howard. I said, "Well, do you have anybody? You know, did you ever go down there?" He said, "Why? Why would I like that?" Because mm. it's your house for and, thirty um, years. And a week later, question. he he took a shotgun and, and blew his head off. So. Oh my god! No. So and what, what? And the woman was the woman that he'd had an affair. He with? He had an affair with yeah. and got her pregnant. Oh. And then he decided to kill her and yeah. put her put her in this fifty-five gallon drum. Oh my god! Yeah. With like acid or just like? No, it was actually there was actually fake flower material. He was mm-hmm. a he worked at his fake flower plant, and oh. the. So that was my first ever murder case, and I ended up talking to the murderer, and it was unsolved. I talked to the murderer that day, and then I went through 17 years of working unsolved murder cases and not solving them all. So there is a thing as beginner's luck. Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. And then when I solved my first one, like using this new system, using social media and things, uh, I solved the very first one I did, and then it was just like five others that I'm still looking for. Well, but it'll come I'm up back. To, yeah, I'm up to ten. That's mm-hmm. amazing. I've solved ten so far, mm-hmm. but it's like, ten you know. solved look cases. At, look at that. That's huge. That's ten families who can sleep better. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. A little that bit That is better, incredible. That is incredible. 
And you talk about your process a little bit in your book. Right? I do. I do. Yeah. Anybody could do it if they have, you know, enough persistence. Right. And mm-hmm. enough, uh, you know, social skills. Uh, that's really mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Well, we're fucked then. Are you <laughs> like Neve on Catfish? Like you do reverse Google image searches? <laughs> like Basically, look up phone numbers? Yeah. Like, Way higher stakes. Yeah. Slightly higher stakes. I just want to know your Yeah. No, your but ca- Catfish shouldn't. Does, does, none of those people know how to use TinEye and then Google uh, reverse yeah. image search because that show is entirely based on that. Right. Oh, yeah. This guy you're talking to, it actually, he's Stole a model. Stole it from this Tumblr it, yeah, blog. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And you constantly have people people oh my god well he might be nice anyway which is so because you've been having a right. nice you know talk with this person everybody for likes attention yeah. mm, that is true mm-hmm. yep so mm-hmm. but no i do really do a lot of times it's i'm dealing with uh video images that are look mm-hmm. like blurs mm. and you know it's kind of the idea of you know a lot of times i'm chasing shadows and then then i wrote in the book and mm-hmm. most a lot but most of the time i'm chasing darkness and that's mm-hmm. what, it, that's what mm-hmm. I'm so in tv from. and movies when they say enhance enhance, oh yeah. enhance. <laughs> tell me how accurate that yeah, is yeah so are oh you in like a God, giant yes. csi pristine state-of-the-art nasa equipped yeah lab and is there just a keyboard like button on the keyboard that just this. says enhance, enhance and you just push it over and over screens. again <laughs> and why don't the cops have that technology oh my god take it, it away Billy. I can't tell you how many times like, I post a video. It's like, do you have a clearer video? It's just like, no. No, if I, no, I, I posted video, the blurry one just to fuck purpose. with you. Uh, you know what? The clear one might be more helpful. Oh, shit. And it shows his identification and social security number. Why did we not walking around with his with birth it. certificate. Just... <laughs> Oh, no, now I see his face. You know, tattoos. it's it's one of the things that like so if you if you <laughs> if you post a if you start a campaign on social media and you run this thing and you're tar- geo targeting the, the the area, you're spending like a thousand bucks on this ad in this campaign and you're trying to do all this stuff and then you get those comments and at first I was bummed mm-hmm. but then I was like, well, the comment just based on this Facebook algorithm, the more comments you get, the more people will see more it visibility. and their yeah, friends yep. will see it and things. And I was people like, you know what? Tuned into I let as long as yeah. So if people. You, you, you know, you give people the phone number to call. Uh, most nobody wants to pick up the phone anymore. Yeah. So it, a lot of times they'll they'll send me tips over DM, but sometimes they'll send me tips into the comments, and I gotta <laughs> constantly be vigilant with that, especially yeah. if they name a name, and I gotta screen grab that, delete it, and then you know call oh. call the, you know contact the person and say, hey, you know, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just an FYI, Twitter DMs are really hard to work with because <laughs> you can't like. <laughs> Read it and then mark it as unread, and email you can't like us. put it in folders and stuff. So mm. like, yeah, please just send us an email because <laughs> it's Twitter so much is, easier like, really to respond hard. to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. As no, someone who tries to help Kenyon with her Twitter DMs, I fully feel that. It's really hard. No, it Instagram is even worse though because yeah. Instagram they don't show up in chronological order; they show right. up in when the last time that person was active. Mm. So it's yeah. just like I've That's lost really so annoying. many, and you can't search it either. Right. You can search it. You can? I searched for you earlier outside when we were wondering where the fuck we were. <laughs> did you search for we my name? Almost or did you got search for, oh, but you can search for your name, but you can't search for like a conversation that you were having. Like oh, a keyword, yeah. A keyword search. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 It's tough. All right. Mm. Uh, give us, everyone should buy the book, but give us like the quick and dirty tips and tricks. Yeah. The sexy tidbits that don't give it all away, but make people foam at the mouth to buy this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is called Chase Darkness with me. Mm-hmm. It, the the tips are that if you want to solve a murder, there are 220,000 unsolved murders in America since 1980. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. The clearance rate is 62%. Mm-hmm. So there's a third of a chance if you get killed, they're not going to catch who who's killing you. Mm-hmm. It's wow. not like we're getting more detectives. 
Right. And I will say that there's two things when people say, oh, you know, there's no no such thing as citizen detectives. Up until about 200 years ago, there was no such thing as professional detectives. Right. It's it was not communities like coming together. It, it to was like justice. if you if you found a body, you went and got the lawyer right. or the doctor or mm-hmm. the judge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not to mention the fact that our entire justice system is based on citizens because that's what the jury system is. In right. fact, if you know too much, they, I've never been on a jury before. As soon as I say journalist, I don't even say crime journalist. Mm-hmm. I say journalist. And they're just like, okay. Oh, yeah. You're never going to serve on a jury. You also show up in your full Princess Leia outfit. Yeah, that's true. Like, <laughs> you are not stable. <laughs> We're not putting you on the jury. I am letting them know that I'm a journalist. Yeah, that's a good move. I'm a true crime podcast. Yeah, true crime podcast. Yeah, we'd be. I was on a jury once, and it's highly stressful. I've never been called for jury duty. I was called for jury duty recently, but because I live in South Africa, my mom was like, "Okay, well, she like lives far away," and the like lady on the phone was like so sick of hearing people's excuses because like it's not up to hers. Like, just fill out the form. Yeah. So um, she was like, okay, we'll just fill out the form and like you have to calculate uh, your mileage reimbursement. <laughs> expenses. <laughs> and so my mom, the vindictive petty bitch that she is, God no, I love, love her, her. <laughs> um, calculated it down to like the last cent. Cab <laughs> to the airport, <laughs> lunch at the airport. <laughs> like 6,000 miles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think one of the best things that's come out of the true crime podcasts and and you know your rabid fan base mm-hmm. and Georgia and Karen's rabid fan mm-hmm. base is that people want to go on juries now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're not making that excuse anymore because, right. and I say it in the book. I say if you've ever you know tried to get out of jury duty, close this book right now and hit yourself in the face with it because right. you're not you're part of the problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we need smart people on mm-hmm. juries and. Uh, you know the fact that I see it all the time in some of the groups and things like I got a jury summons and everybody's yeah. like excited about mm-hmm. it and excited to do their 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 due diligence. Civic I was duty. excited. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a great. It was drunk driving. Mm. And like he definitely was drunk, but like the cops were super lazy about it. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, no, let him go. Like the cops didn't do their job, and mm-hmm. I was like the only one. <laughs> And that stretched on for like an extra day and a half that it didn't need to. And I was just arguing with this room full of people. And mm-hmm. eventually I gave in. But anyway, I'm a sensitive person. So mm-hmm. if it was like a murder trial, hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at the I don't know if you guys have listened to uh, Kim Goldman's new podcast no. about confronting OJ. Oh, and, and she goes, she, It's so good. And she goes into the um, how. Um, the jury was and being sequestered for it was like they were you in their crazy. own prison right. too right. for nine months the yeah. longest sequestering ever yeah. and once they the, the trial was wrapped up they were just they were ready to go home oh, they yeah. even said that uh, they they asked for one piece of material which is the, um, the the testimony of the limo driver remember who had said uh-huh. that he had mm-hmm. seen a dark figure walking mm-hmm. up they said they did that for show just to stretch it out a little bit longer. No. Yeah. What? They had they they were done. They took a straw poll in the very beginning, and I think it was ten to two for, yeah. for not guilty. And then they just convinced the other two, and then that was it. And it was that done is in three hours. Yeah. There's so much behind the scenes that we do not know. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if the jury had only deliberated for like a couple of hours after that case? Why did they, they It wouldn't be famous. They well, want no. they wanted no, to stretch it, it out a little bit because just to make it look like they were More doing legit. their due diligence. Right. They were, they, but they were, yeah. nine months. No, 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 nine no, no. months the was trial. The, the trial was nine months. Oh, okay. But yeah. the deliberation, yeah. the deliberation yeah. was three hours, gotcha. which is ridiculous when you think about nine months right. and then 
Okay. How to make eat. your decision. You're not supposed to have talked about it with each other before then. Right. And now all of a sudden you're getting together after t- nine months. You and can't you, and possibly you're, digest and you're, all you're, of that. And you're doing it all w- within three hours. It reminds me of that. What is it? The Emmett Till case that we talked about where the ju- the all white jury right. deliberated for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they decided to like take a smoke break just to make it have a, a casual little bit lunch. better. But even then yeah. it was like yeah. Yeah. not long at all. Yeah. They got they. they did the jury so quick and did the uh, decision so quick that the lawyers thought it was going to take three or four weeks. The lawyers all left. Mm-hmm. So they actually would have done it that day that they deliberated, but they couldn't. They had to wait for the next day because the lawyers all had to come back. They were all, uh, they, were, they all scattered. Damn. Oh, dang. I had no idea. I didn't either. So, so I'm going to have to listen to that podcast. So do your, do your, do your duty and do mm-hmm. jury duty. Mm-hmm. Do your okay. duty. So there's one tip and trick. <laughs> yes. But it's, the tips and trick, the, the biggest tip is this, is that if you see a murder, we were talking about, there's a lot of murders out there. We're not hiring more detectives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see a murder, find one in your area. You um, you have to do the searching. G- give a call. A, a ordinary citizen can call. Mm-hmm. Um, contact the family and mm-hmm. say, hey, listen, I'm a victim's advocate, which is how I always represent myself. Mm-hmm. I never really say I'm a journalist. Mm-hmm. If they go deeper, you know. Yeah, they I'll don't really want to. And now I can kind of show them like the Men's Journal article about how, why I do this and things. So, um, But then you say like listen i've got this idea i've saw that there's a video listen the videos help uh or like a sketch mm-hmm. something to 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 catch other people's attention with right and what you want to be able to do is say all right i've got this video i've got this sketch um no one's been talking about this case for a year i've got an idea can i can i do it mm-hmm. call up the police then and say same thing i'm going to use social media I always check with the police just in case they're they're close with somebody and uh-huh. they don't want to. I don't want to spook them. Yeah, spill the yeah, beans. Uh, and have them run. Right. So it, most of the time they say, "Yeah, go for it." And mm-hmm. then I, uh, you know, then you got to get out your credit card because mm-hmm. what I do is, you know, uh, for this part of it, for the social media part of it, I do other stuff as well. But start a Facebook page, and write the the text mm-hmm. for the posts for this page. Write it like you're trying to grab somebody's attention, right. as opposed mm-hmm. to. The cops just always load it, upload it with facts. Mm-hmm. He's five seven. If it's a fugitive case, it's like right. all the th- dates and names and everything. It's just like you want to grab somebody's attention. This sure. is about emotion. Right. I'm trying to catch people's attention <laughs> within Trump sucks. A post about Trump sucks. A post <laughs> about a kitten. Yeah, and me, fifteen you know? ads <laughs> for yeah. Rafi's shoes, which yeah. are super comfortable. And then, so uh, and then you know you post it, and then you got to boost it then, and that's right. how Facebook mm-hmm. makes their money. So. You go, all right, I want to hit everybody in this zip code or a zip code that, that who might know this person. So mm-hmm. I'm not well, looking for the person. Smart. I'm looking for the people who know the person. Mm-hmm. Yes, you so, can target specific demographics yeah, with that post. Exactly. And I could target, I mean, if the guy was wearing an L.A. Kings hat, I can target every L.A. Kings fan Perfect. in Bloomington, Minnesota. Yeah. Uh-huh. Home uh, of Total ho- Wine Bloomington. Yeah. Home mm-hmm. of Total Wine Bloomington. Our favorite spot. Home of the uh, Met Center. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Home of the Mall of America, yeah. mm-hmm. which true Minnesotans don't go to. No, we don't. <laughs> Is Camp Snoopy still there? No, it's not. No, it's Nickelodeon fucking universe, and I don't want to talk about it. Well, the camps, they like lost the rights to Camp Snoopy, or they like couldn't keep paying for it or whatever. So then, for like this horrible, awkward interim, it was just like. Lego. The park at the mall. Oh, really? It was oh, horrible. Yeah. And then... Wasn't it Lego for a there's while? A, there's yeah. a Lego land there. <laughs> but do you guys don't remember? There was like a year and a half where it was just yeah. the park at the mall. And they just had to strip mall. all of the, the <laughs> all rides. Of the every like, single yeah, uh-huh. Every reference was just like off-brand theme park world. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really sad. Yeah. Everything was brown. It's not good. <laughs> Woof. 
So then, you know, if I'm looking for, you could do that or just do a, a general one. Um, it's just a matter of how much money you want to spend. Sure. If I'm spending a thousand dollars and it's a, it's a, it's a uh, tightly dense area. Mm. Sometimes I have to say, well, who is going to know this person? And I'm going to say, you know what? Probably just females. And I've written ads just straight to females. Like, sure. do you recognize this guy? He looks like a player, that kind of thing. Uh -huh. gonna, has he ever ghosted you or anything right, like right. that? You know what I mean? It's, a lot of those are effective. I yeah. love the like mm. rush of angry, scorned women oh, bringing yeah. justice. Mm -hmm. That's such a good feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, there's so there's many there's potential murderers. Yeah. There's one guy that I was uh, searching for. He killed a woman in Owl's Head Park, Brooklyn, and I saw the video, and he's walking down the street. And it's really clear. You see his jawline. He's kind of, he's just smoking like without a care in the world after he just killed this girl. And I'm saying it going, I can catch this guy in a week. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's gone on and on. And then even, you know, she was a mother of two children, you know, and the family knows I, I do this. And I always tell the family, listen, you're going to see this. It's going to mm -hmm. pop up. Yeah. Uh, about four weeks into it, I got a comment and it just said, that was my mom. <gasps> And mm -hmm. one of the, one of her kids saw the ad, Ugh. and I said, "I'm going to be looking for this guy the rest of my life." Right, so right. That has been. I, I've poured so much money into it. I totally thought I'd get him. I've done ads, and 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 somebody thought he might be Egyptian. I did mm -hmm. ads in Egyptian. I did ads in mm -hmm. Farsi. I mm -hmm. did ads in Spanish. You know, yeah. all of it. Mm -hmm. But it was Brooklyn, so it's like talk about density. Right, packed, right. You know? yeah. Um, it, I, so many ads on Twitter. I remember that somebody on Twitter said, can, can we catch this fool already? Because I'm tired of seeing his face <laughs> in my feed. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, my, my, I think he might have probably, maybe he's left the country or something like that, but I'm definitely going to keep on looking for that. Absolutely. Yeah. We have a budget of about $3 per targeted <laughs> post on Facebook. So God bless you for yeah. putting $1,000. No, that, that one I think I, that one I think I spent like four grand on, which is uh -huh. not good. And this is not money that I, you know, I'm not a rich guy, but it's right. like, all right, you'll, you'll eat McDonald's this week. Mm -hmm. it's, it's your passion and you're yeah. not, you know, out there buying like new sneakers every week or yeah. whatever. You're trying to right solve. <laughs> yeah, I these didn't. Are, these are my, my shoes. Actually, you know what? I buy. I'm, I love buying clothes, but the one thing I don't buy, uh, spend money on, is shoes. Mm -hmm. I found a pair of shoes that are very comfortable. Yep. They're Dockers. They're fifty dollars. They look like cop shoes. Uh, they the totally look like cop yeah. shoes. It's but awesome. for the viewers at home, he's Kick peppered in fun up. socks. I peppered <laughs> in fun socks. Well, are you fun kidding socks me right and a now? fun Megan Rapinoe t-shirt. So. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I said, yeah, so you can rock your cop shoes, Billy. It's cool. Yeah. It's yeah. warm core. Uh, yeah. And what am I what am I Do you recognize who that is? I've, this feels like a Star Wars see. situation. Yes. Yeah. Lift your giant the, leg. Oh, okay. Pick but, it up. Yeah, they won't have any clue. Oh. oh yeah, it's Star it's Star Wars. Mm -hmm. It was a film in 1977. <laughs> <laughs> Here's $20. Go oh, see yeah. a Star Wars. <laughs> the Skywalkers. Oh. The Sky The Skywalkers. Mr. Yes. Skywalker. The Skywalkers. It sounds like it was like Dynasty. Hans <laughs> Solo. Oh yeah, we thought it. Lucy and I both thought his name was Hans, because we're so Minnesota. Oh my lord, Hans yeah. Christian Solo. Oh, the Millennium Falcon. Also thought that he and Luke Skywalker were the same person. Hans yeah, Solo. I get really confused. That's the twist like at the end of characters? episode nine. Yeah, you just anybody. wait. There's more of these movies coming out. We may find that. Okay, to be I'll it. just wait. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have some questions for you. Shoot. What is the Maybe not a case that you've worked on, or maybe is a case that you've worked on. What is the like strangest, tiniest, seemingly insignificant clue that has then 
led to a huge break in a case. Mm-hmm. Was it when you found a body in a barrel full of fake flowers? <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty that big clue. Really yeah, that doesn't seem like subtle. a tiny insignificant clue. <laughs> yeah. More like a, a scene you in True only Detective go to so the doctor up. on Tuesdays and sure. me. like you know something mm-hmm. like that. I'd, like a midsummer murder clue. Yeah, they um, th- I, one that's one that's sticking out is this guy uh, said my wife went missing, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was doing the interviews and doing he all did. that stuff, it was right? Him. It was Chris Watts. It was not Chris Watts. This is in Huntington. But the way that they got him was that uh, she was found wrapped up um, in plastic bags. Mm-hmm. They went and found and looked in his house in the plastic bags mm-hmm. and the way that the striations were when you ripped out the bag and also the way that you know how plastic bags when they're folded in on yeah. each other it's like a roll they, they make they make the indentations on them oh, you know what i mean yeah. and, that, and they were able to line that up and i always thought that was really no neat. way that's I, yeah. amazing that's I, like yeah whoa. i talked to the uh the the, the head of the the crime lab, and this was in Suffolk County, and he mm-hmm. was, trash bag uh, ballistics. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> That's amazing. I Damn love it. I'm that. I'm gonna buy new trash bags every time I use new trash to cover well, my Well, always tracks. if you're gonna commit a murder, you have to pay in cash. Pay in cash. Go wear a hoodie. Buy it from a different town. Mm-hmm. Buy brands that you don't normally buy. And then also buy at different places, too. You can't buy everything at one place. Right. Yeah. Classic yeah. wine and crime where we teach you both how to commit yeah. a crime and, and solve then how to solve, solve. <laughs> well, my da- You know, when I would paint houses, my dad was a house painter. And uh, when I would paint houses, uh, sometimes the house would be so dirty mm-hmm. that you'd have to clean it with bleach. And I've literally gotten, gone to a, you know, path or whatever. And gotten, and gotten like nine <laughs> bottles of bleach. Massive and bucket. There. And this is before like the gun. This is just you know, for fun. This is back in the day. So it's just like now <laughs> I think about it going, yeah, I was this guy dressed in like coveralls. You're on a list. You're on a list. <laughs> Nylon rope. Just introduce yourself as Dexter. Mm. Oh my God. All right, I have another question for you. Okay. <laughs> we might be here all We're day. We're going to be a while. Um, <laughs> A lot of the cases that I've been seeing online of like citizen detectives are actually like retired detectives that then in their like free time and retirement, time. Mm-hmm. yeah, will like zone in on one particular case, yeah. the one that haunts them mm-hmm. or whatever. Do you have any cop credentials besides your shoes? Um, <laughs> no, I mean I'm friends with them and uh-huh. they they contact me now. Now that uh-huh. they've seen it works, it's like, "Oh, let's call up the Facebook detective right. guy or whatever." So, um do you it, think that there, like, how? M- I wish there were more of them. Right. I wish there were more of them. Honestly, a lot of a lot of times, y- when you find those guys that are really into it and mm-hmm. women that are into mm-hmm. it, it's like, thank God, you know, yeah. because they can also pick up a phone and get more information right. easy, easily and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the police that I do work with, and we've had them on the murder squad too. We've right. had Bobby Taylor on, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to, to do stuff from. Uh, you know, uh, could could the Manson family have been responsible for more murders? Right. Or uh, this guy, um, Bill Bradford, um, which was our first episode, who um, was taking women out and taking pictures of them and then killing them mm-hmm. back in the 70s and 80s. Oh, yes, those photos And are... then, they, then they found all these photos, right. and yep. it turns out one of the women was in the photos was was an unsolved murder mm-hmm. and um, unidentified remains, too. So... 
the uh, you know we put we went out and you know showed people those photos for the first time a lot of them for the first time ever uh. and you know, one of the things that the LAPD did when they put the photos out is that they just showed the headshots and we were just like we're showing the whole photo yeah, because right. there's, there's there stuff in the be. background one of them had like an Almond Brothers poster and yeah. right, do you right. remember like this person must have so. been after this poster was made yeah yeah ex- well there's that yeah mm-hmm. and also do you remember that you know did you ever get stoned at that house or something right. you know so mm-hmm. I mean yes. um, y- I wish there were more of them <laughs> um, but I found that you know a lot of it it's just you know with with Bear Brook and identifying who the the um, the females in the barrels are mm-hmm. which just happened and there mm-hmm. so I talk a lot about Bear Brook I've been working on or Allenstown four which is the four females mother and um, and uh, two children and then another child who wasn't hers who were found in the barrels in Bear Brook State Park right. in 1985 and then in 2000 all didn't know who they were blunt force trauma to the head uh, that was a librarian who put two and two together and she had seen a post on ancestry.com of somebody searching for um uh you know uh, their half sister Mm -hmm. and then you know put put two and two together and then they they solved it and then i actually have to within the book we still don't know who who they are they just solved this a couple months ago so i'm in the middle of writing the updated the follow-up follow-up for the paperback when the paperback comes out in may so, um, but don't wait for the paperback. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the hardcover The, the hardcover is going to be so much cooler. <laughs> it's so funny too because like the hardcover is, whenever somebody comes over and like does a story about mm-hmm. me, it's just like, can we see your office? Mm-hmm. And then I show my office and my office has these big boards and I have each crime and I'm like, mm-hmm. where red I am with it and everything. Like that. But that's, all the dots. See, that's the thing. <laughs> they always ask for the red string. And I'm Son like, nobody does the red string. Billy, we are mailing you red string and like but, push pins. Yeah. Just you wait. I do the red string. Send us your address. Announce your address right now. Every cafe in Philadelphia. From the center of my future apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so then, when they when uh, when they did the book, and they was like, "All right, we want to do something cool for the first edition of the book," and they said, "We we came up with this great idea. It's a map with all the crimes that you cover." And I was like, "Oh, so we'll send it." And it's a really cool looking map, but it's got the pins in it and it's yeah, got the strings it's on it. And, and I was just like embracing to. it, going, "All right." I guess I'm the link between all of these. I things. love it. I love that yeah. that is like the detective version of the enhance button like nobody does that yeah. Yeah. but it's uh-huh. in every true crime uh-huh. show or movie ever yeah i love it so much yeah. it yeah. should be yeah. wallpaper it looks awesome it does look, it does <laughs> so look awesome cool. and the the, the 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 it's like the in, when you open up the cover it's like the inside jacket and they're only oh. doing it for the first edition so you got to get it like right now there you go but it was like I, I saw it and was like, oh, that is really cool yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well you got to go to majors and quinn and get it and then get it signed mm-hmm. yeah by mm-hmm. Mr. Billy himself. And Amanda will sign Amanda your will sign boobs it I'll just, with I'll, consent. I'll yeah, fart near it so that it has <laughs> By the essence. way, I saw that that Instagram picture of you signing the guy's boob. Yeah. And I swear to God, sorry, Paul, but the guy looks a little bit like Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually a friend of mine. Oh, okay. And he knew, knew how many uh, consensual breasts we've signed oh over the we get, We do get a request every, every, single, every, every single, show. Really? Yeah. I every will live never show. forget the woman in... Milwaukee. Oh, no, that Milwaukee. was Detroit who had the greatest boobs of all time, and then she clutched you with them. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that was Detroit. I'll never forget face. it. We also signed a f- titties. Full and it was ass. Yep, a bear, a bear booty oh. cheek. Wow. Yeah. So that's many probably where you got your crazy, pink eye. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, that's where you got your pink eye you when know you what? put your face <laughs> in my ass. <laughs> 
if I had red string and push pins to like <laughs> together every like backside and breast that I've signed, I could trace my Is pins. Is the case solved gong reel just just like I bung. think the, I think Billy Jensen just <laughs> solved the case. We heard it here first. We found, we found Beginner's luck. Case of the pink eye. <laughs> Do you remember that Nancy Drew book? It was good. Oh, Which one? God. Yeah, the case, case of the pink, of the pink eye. eye. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. Well, they, they took it out of print. It was a little <laughs> yeah. It's really rare. It's very valuable. Do you watch True Detective on HBO? Because you're like living that entire yeah, show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first season was amazing. So, so good. good. Oh, so Like, good. I'll go back and I'll watch that one, mm-hmm. that one, that giant tracking scene mm-hmm. where they, ah, uh, so great. So um, great performances. The, uh. Uh, Didn't like the, the second second, second one was not yeah, good. Yeah, a little bit of a dud. Third one the was better. Third one was better, okay. and I like the third one was very much a a reaction to us. Sure, you know? right? Uh, because true crime is is big, and it's all about memory and how this guy. I, I thought it was mm-hmm. really well done. Yeah, uh, it's not one that I necessarily. I don't think I'm going to go back and watch again. But right. it's just it's. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Also, sharp objects. Oh yeah, mm. Sharp Objects was amazing. <laughs> yes. Have you? Although I didn't like the Sharp Objects, the one thing I didn't like is that don't have this female reporter like just sleeping around. Sure. You know? Yeah. Like, Come on, guys. That's a, it's such it's a trope that's used too many times. Mm-hmm. It's fucking yes, patriarchy. Yeah. A- as journalists, yes, we are alcoholics. We do have <laughs> problems. Same with detectives. So yeah, I've yeah, heard from exa- every TV show. But, Podcaster but, is not but, raising but, my own hand but or anything. Don't like, it's just like lazy, and it's just yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's, I I just. On top of it, it's just it, that bothered me. It's just like why? Or the go like there? getting ready. I haven't seen the movie, but just like every other scene of like a professional woman, there's always like a her getting dressed in the morning, mm-hmm. so putting on get her the, eyeliner, so you can get the like her in a skirt and a bra. Well, mm-hmm. her shot. getting dressed, she had um, some self harm issues, so her okay. getting dressed was like mm-hmm. wearing an oversized black sweater. Sure. I feel like her character was relatively deep, but yeah, you're right. It's all the sleeping yeah. around stuff. It's yeah. Like, mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Women and with your subjects that. too, you yeah. know, it's mm-hmm. just like it's not just sleeping around. We just want to go for it, do whatever yeah, you want. But life. but it's just like you know, crossing that boundary of of your professionalism and mm-hmm. how it could affect the story. It's just so like, you come did on, not guys. sleep with Howard Elkins. I would not sleep with <laughs> Howard Elkins. No. Uh, yeah. No, I did. I did not. <laughs> All right, good to know. Good for to the know. record. <laughs> for the record, yeah. We Have should you... into your cases. Yeah. yeah. Should we you kick it off? I'm ready. All right. First, a word from our sponsor. Life can be stressful, go figure. Between work, family, podcasting, touring, everything in between, it's not always easy to find some time for yourself. That's why we love Talkspace. It is the therapy for how we live today. It's mobile, it's available when you need it, and it is affordable. Mm -hmm. Talkspace truly makes taking care of your mental health more affordable and more convenient than ever before. You simply provide your preferences for therapy, like what kind of therapy you're looking for, and Talkspace will match you with one of their 5,000 plus therapists that very same day. And you Mm -hmm. can send your therapist unlimited text, audio, picture, or video messages from anywhere at any time. I've used Talkspace from South Africa. Um, Mm -hmm. And actually, my husband has started using Talkspace, and uh, I asked him, you know, what he thought of it recently, and he said that his favorite thing is being able to (laughs) use Talkspace while at the gym. 
Oh because my lord! I was hoping for a while on the toilet I moment because that's usually when I'm that's using Todd's face. I'm really struggling today. That's my gym. No, yep. seriously, he was like, "Yeah, it's so much easier than having to like drop wait in traffic and like make an appointment after work, blah blah blah, and like get there yeah. through rush hour and all that stuff." He's like, "I just I just text my therapist from the stationary bike at the gym." That's it's kind amazing. of amazing. He's boosting endorphins in uh, several different ways. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm feeling that. So like Kenyon said, Talkspace has more than 5,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges that we all face, like being able to operate a stationary bike without using the handlebars. I don't even know how Zach does that. <laughs> so to match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com and make sure to use that code GALS to get $65 off your first month and show your support for the show. That is an amazing deal that, I mean, seriously, get to your phones or your computers and go to Talkspace.com and use that promo code GALS for $65 off your first month and treat yo brain. Treat it. Treat it. Ladies, you know how sometimes underwear pinches in areas you wish weren't being pinched? Breach. Mm -hmm. Sounds sure familiar? Do. And you know how sometimes they just don't get it right? And you know how sometimes all you want to do after a long day is take it all off? Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. Well, MeUndies has a new line coming out just for us, folks with their parts being pinched. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's called the Feel Free Collection, designed with your butt in mind. <laughs> so those things you hated about underwear before, yeah, they're gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got new women's products by Me Undies, our favorite underwear brand. Yeah. So often we feel like clothes and underwear just weren't made for us women because they weren't. Mm -hmm. Probably dudes designing that stuff. And then you're I was like, just dudes, gonna say, what the heck? It's you you know it's dudes. You know it's dudes. The Feel Free Collection we was size tested did. on every body type. Yes, real bodies and not a perfectly proportioned mannequin or like mm -hmm. somebody that these dudes invented in their own brains. Real sizing for real women still made with their soft as heck material and now a feather light waistband that provides zero restriction and more freedom. I can do all the hunching over at my desk that I want. It yes. feels great. Yes. And they're offered in sizes extra small through 4X. It's amazing. I am loving the uh, vast range of sizes mm -hmm. for... You know, everyone who feels like they want to wear these incredible panties. And the Feel Free collection comes with five new undie silhouettes, including a bralette for the least bra bra you'll ever wear. Trust. I mean, seriously, oh. I have I have one of these bralettes and I have fallen asleep in it without it's like realizing pajamas. I was wearing it. Yeah. It's pajamas it's for your so boobs. so soft. Mm-hmm. For real. And the Feel Free Collection is made with the signature softer than clouds me undies micro modal fabric to really cradle your buns and your top buns, your bottom buns and your top buns. <laughs> for everyone who may have them. Two and they're top fun buns. Oh, uh, two top buns. See how they run. See how they run. Oh, no. Anyway. So there are fun new prints that drop every Tuesday, so you'll never run out of styles and colors. Uh, my entire underwear drawer has now been taken over by me undies. Oh. It's overflowing, bursting with me undies. Kenyon and was just saying when we were on tour, it was super easy to sort our laundry. <laughs> yeah, 
Because we it. all have and our I... own prints, styles. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. My little wine and cheese underwear. Ugh. My inexplicable Irish, like, four-leaf clover <laughs> underwear. Shamrock underwear. It's extremely bright. <laughs> and, yeah, I reach for these just as much as I would reach for, like, my softest pair of sweatpants. It's become a comfort item to wear my MeUndies. MeUndies mm-hmm. also has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. So this is really a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee so to get your 15% off your first pair free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee go to meundies.com slash gals g-a-l-s that's meundies.com slash gals treat your buns top and bottom (laughs) all right this case i'm sure billy you've probably heard of it um because we've been on tour, so I wasn't able to dig as much as I normally do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but on Halloween night, 1987, good on vintage. Night just like tonight. <laughs> Todd Matthews was 17 years old. He was hanging out with some friends of his in his Tennessee hometown, and they were all telling scary stories. Oh, that doesn't sound familiar in Mm -hmm. any way, shape, or form. That was us last night. They were all recording an episode of a podcast. Well, it was 1987, so Campfire Scary Stories was the original (laughs) podcast. Um, So they're trying to freak each other out, and then Todd's girlfriend, Lori Riddle, told a story. This sounds fake. Yeah. It really does. It sounds like a goosebumps and no, I know. <laughs> it's real. Lori told a story about a spring day 19 years ago in Scott County, Kentucky. So her father, Lori's father, was walking along Route 25 when he noticed a bundle of heavy green canvas tarp. Oh, God. That's mm. never a good bundle to stumble <laughs> upon. Tarp. I a don't like that. A bundle of canvas mm-hmm. tarp. Approximately five and a half feet long. Inside, he found a the remnants of a discarded blue chair. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was very that is how I ruined get rid of her so chair. many canvas tarps <laughs> painting this horrible chair. Okay. He nudged the bundle with his foot, which sent it sliding down an embankment and caused the tarp to start to unroll. Tarp starts to unroll. Uh, then Lori's father had a bad feeling. Yeah. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. <laughs> and went for help. The local sheriff arrived and cut open the tarp, revealing the badly decomposed body of a young woman, mm. who they assumed at the time was a teenager. When no one was able to identify the body, she became known as Tent Girl. Oh, God. Was she in a tent or a tarp? A t- uh, t- well, I think it was a tent tarp. It was like an army tent tarp-ish. Okay. Oh, well, tents are made out of similar materials, so I can see where that would come from. Yeah, get your stories right. <laughs> so, t- so Todd was hearing th- about this story and just remembers feeling a really immediate connection to this mysterious dead girl. Like, he just he couldn't really explain it. Closest he could come to explaining why he just felt this immediate connection was that he had a brother and sister who had both passed away as infants, mm. and he thought... Quote, she was no different from my siblings. Somebody is just like me out there, and they want to be able to visit their sibling. Yeah. I guess I sort of adopted her. So then you are my sibling until I can find your siblings. That's amazing. Aww. Isn't that sweet? Mm-hmm. Don't cry. 
I know. I don't have any siblings, and I never wanted siblings, but it's making me verklempt. You have two in this room right yeah, now. Yeah, I have adopted. Well, you can adopt. You can do what Todd did. You created created a family. Mm-hmm. I know. I should. Okay. <laughs> um, so Todd and Lori, the, the girlfriend whose father this whole thing happened with, um, were soon married, and whenever they went to visit her father in Kentucky, Todd would ask his father-in-law endless questions about the day that he found the body, and Todd would go visit the grave that was simply labeled Tent Girl oh, on that, the grave. That is I don't like that. I don't really like that. disrespectful. I don't like that at no. all. I know. Um, so the it included other information as well. So the age was estimated to be between um, 16 and 19 years old, mm. um, height 5 foot 1, weight 110 to 115 pounds, reddish brown hair, and then unidentified. Literal baby muffin. I know. Um, so Todd had become determined to figure out who she was and find her family and bring them justice. Crush it. So Todd didn't have, you know, that much education. He got a minimum wage job at an auto parts manufacturing plant. But every night after work, he would spend hours researching possible identities for, quote, tent girl, making phone calls and obsessively reading old newspapers from the time period. So he was working at an auto parts factory. Right. Yep. And then spending almost all of his downtime. Right. Just, Committed to this. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I'm and so exhausted. What will exhausted. stick with you when, like, this is not something he'd ever done before? He had no background in it. Nothing. Yeah. Whatsoever. Nope. Nothing. And he didn't know the girl. He just heard about this story yep. secondhand. Yeah. He hadn't even been a hockey journalist. I know. <laughs> Without the hockey journalism background, I don't know how he accomplished so much. Exactly. <laughs> um, so with the explosion of the internet, ever heard of it, in the 1990s. <laughs> Thanks, Al Gore. <laughs> He was able to take his investigation to a new level. In 1997, he created the website tentgirl.com, hoping her family would find it and contact him. And I think he wasn't, like, it's just what the case came to be known as. So if somebody's Googling that Well, it's case, one thing to call, yeah, it's another thing yeah. to put it on the gravesite. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. you know, in the Allenstown 4 grave, um, this is, the, what it said was, here lies the mortal, mortal remains known only to god of a woman aged 23 to 33 and a girl child age 8 to 10 their mm-hmm. slain bodies were found on november 10th 1985 in bear brook state park mm-hmm. and then it has like a, a little etching of a of a mother and a daughter it looks like a woman and a daughter like with their hands mm-hmm. holding holding hands yeah and it's just like i like that because it's yeah. giving it's giving information about the case right and not calling them the, the women Some in the barrels or something phrase. like that yeah, yeah. and now yeah. They, they finally got their names back so they're mm-hmm. gonna get proper heads so just for the record, tentgirl.com is now a fashion website. Wow. And their tagline is fashion is in the sky in no. the street. No. Fashion has to do with ideas. These are all caps. <laughs> the way we live and what is happening. <laughs> okay. All right. I hate that so well, much. Well, we've got tips for achieving alluring dewy skin without makeup. Wait, is it goop? Is it a subsidiary of okay. goop? Okay. Let's not no. disparage goop. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Kenyon just got okay. deeply offended. Um, no, well, maybe he was able to get rid of tentgirlgup.com because she was able to get a name. Okay. Oh, shoot. In 1998, he was combing through an online message board when he found a post from a woman named Rosemary in Arkansas who was searching for her missing sister, Barbara Ann Hackman Taylor. So it was a sibling that reached out to him. Ooh. 
Barbara had not been a teenager uh, like Tent Girl was believed to be. She was actually older. She was 24. Oh. So maybe that's why they hadn't, like... Dental mm. records? Not that reliable, turns with out. With age. Yeah, with yeah. age. Because, I mean, lifestyle and genetics play such a factor into mm-hmm. that. I mean, well, and like Billy was saying earlier, if you get that age off and you're trying to target like a very mm-hmm. specific demographic related to that age and yeah. you don't have the right information, mm-hmm. that can just send you on a totally wrong path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was 24 and she had an eight-month-old child when she disappeared. Oh, no. Her hu- Why do you do this? I know. It's me. <laughs> I got to I gotta bring it down. But I mean, at least there's like... Justice. Some justice. Cool. So her husband, George Earl Taylor, a <laughs> carnival worker. Once a carny, always a carny. Mom still cries when she sees a tilt whirl or a fat lady in a tube tap. <laughs> <laughs> he was a clown. Billy, have you seen Drop Dead Gorgeous? <laughs> He's like, I have now. You recited the whole fucking thing for me. I have not seen Drop Dead Gorgeous. Okay, great. Okay. Well, it's streaming on Hulu currently. Okay. So we're going to. the best movie ever made. We're going to pause this podcast. You're going to go home and watch it, and we'll <laughs> just reconvene I, tomorrow morning. I can lend you one of my copies. God bless it. <laughs> so, um, George was her husband, the carny. He had not reported his wife missing. Um, but told Barbara's family that she had left him for another man yeah. and he had no further questions. Okay, fuck you, dude. Uh, okay. uh, the details about when and where Barbara had last been seen seemed to Todd like they would correspond to when this girl was found. The body was found just 15 miles from where Barbara had lived. He decided to call Rosemary, the the missing girl's sister, and reveal his suspicions, which I'm guessing this is... Maybe a don't to contact the family, but maybe, I don't know, it worked out in this case. Mm-hmm. Billy does it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he remembers thinking, quote, I'm going to end all of their dreams, like if this is her. All these things just run through your mind. Does she look like her? What's she going to think if this is her? Is she going to cry or is she going to be relieved? So he was really nervous. Also, no background in this. Sure. Reflecting on this moment later, Todd admits he made a mistake in immediately reaching out to Rosemary. Quote, Mm -hmm. I responded to a family. I am not law enforcement. You can't just cold call a family. They could be part of the crime. Yes. That's true. That is a risk, I Mm -hmm. guess. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that is also, we just encountered this with with Bear Brook, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the guy with the barrel. And the guy with the barrel. Well, that was me being a a, a journalist. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, But in this case, the cold call was successful. Rosemary was receptive to Todd's theory, and the two began planning their next steps together as a team. Todd contacted Scott County law enforcement, and Barbara's family provided photographs to compare to the autopsy images. A match seemed likely enough that the body was exhumed, and a DNA test confirmed that Tent Girl was, in fact, Barbara. All right. Wow. So we've got mm-hmm. an identification. Mm-hmm. Mechanic factory worker for the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. I mean, how crazy cool is that? That is amazing. So although her murder remained unsolved, Barbara's husband was the prime suspect, but he died in 1987. Um, Todd had succeeded after 11 years of searching and giving her a name and finding her family. Her family reinterred the body under a new gravestone. Good. Um, Thank God. To replace mm-hmm. the tent girl one, and they left her married name off the inscription because fuck 
what's his name? Guthrie Jean Taylor or whatever the fuck his Ugh. name is. George Earl Taylor. Just don't, just omit your middle name if you plan on murdering someone. Yeah. Just go to the social security office first <laughs> and get your middle name just stricken from <laughs> the mm-hmm, record. Because mm-hmm. you're always going to be referred to with that gross three name. Mm-hmm. Earl. Earl Jones Gunther. <laughs> Miranda Don Jacobson. <laughs> So the search for Barbara had made Todd realize how many unidentified victims were still out there and how many families were searching for answers about loved ones. And he he worked on that case for 11 years before he solved it. So keep your head up, Billy. Mm -hmm. But not too up because you'll hit the doorway. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So he thought we sent this. bullying Billy Chetson. (laughs) (laughs) He's welcomed us into their lovely studio. I love it. This fucking freak over here can't even fit in a chair. (laughs) Billy is sitting on a Moroccan poof on the floor. We are at the table. He's suspended from the ceiling. He's still towering over us. He's hunched, like crammed in the corner like a giant. He ate the beans. <laughs> We've been throwing chicken wings he at him. He is the stock. He eats the bones. <laughs> no, Billy's lovely, though. We, we promise. <laughs> He's very small. He's miniature. He's Polly Pocket. <laughs> so Todd thought... We sent this one home, maybe just one more or two more. So he's got the bug. He's got the Yeah, itch. he wants it. He's <laughs> the next Billy Jensen. Yeah. Well, he was, he was the original Billy yeah. Jensen. That's true. Yeah, was it was his dad. No, Todd, Todd's a badass. <laughs> so he continued working at the auto parts factory during the day, although he had uh, by now been promoted to a desk job. Um, but like... Whatever. And searching the internet for clues about missing people at night. He helped develop the Doe Network, an online community of volunteers who assist investigators with missing persons and unidentified remains cases. Doe? Doe. Like As in Doe. Jane, Jane Doe, Doe, John Doe. Doe. Oh. Yeah. Cookie Doe. Play-Doe? <laughs> Play-Doe. It's pronounced do, <laughs> Do the do. You have a master's degree. <laughs> um, he also founded Project Eden. Mm-hmm. a group of certified forensic artists who volunteer their time to create composite sketches and clay reconstructions of unidentified remains as his reputation grew he started receiving requests from people who wanted to help find a missing family member he began using his personal facebook page to communicate with families of missing persons and then todd matthews became so well respected in the field that the department of justice reached out to him for help in creating the national missing and unidentified persons system namus and that's big that's big um, in 2011, Todd was finally able to leave his factory job and stop living his double life when he was appointed the NamUs Director of Case Management and Communications. So n- he started as a citizen detective, and now it's his full-time career. Yep. <gasps> Todd is crushing. Like podcasting. Um, today, Todd Matthews is widely credited as being one of the first web sleuths and an example of what can be accomplished by amateur detectives. Mm. Bravo, Todd. Bravo. Yeah. And Todd, Todd's a buddy of mine. He is fantastic. Everything. Yeah. He, he created this job out of nothing and yeah. he created something that is still in its early stages, what NamUs is, but um, there is such a gap in the system between you have 40 to 60,000 unidentified remains mm-hmm. in pauper's graves or in storage lockers mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. You have 80,000 to 100,000 missing persons. There's no way for those 
things to talk to each other. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because not only are they not online, they're in 19,000 different databases because that's, diff- that's how many mm-hmm. different databases um, and law enforcement agencies we There's have. There's no and universal, it's, yeah, it's not a universal yeah. system. Yeah. And it bugs me so much, and I've, I've done a bunch of stuff on it. And I did an episode of Crime Watch on it. And uh, it was it, – it's – what he's been able to do is bridge that gap. Now, it's still not – in California, you have to enter the stuff in there if you find it un- unidentified mm-hmm. remains, but a lot of states you don't. So um, I don't know. Check with your state listeners and see if you uh, think if that they that do would that, be but, like yeah. step one right? yeah. for yeah. any Mandatory. for any detective, <clears throat> like not even like yeah. just as like a policy, but just as like a this could really help mm-hmm. crack the case. This yeah. could be it. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it? Just extra work. It's extra work, and again, this is where citizens could come into play. Right. You know, gives have a have a citizen liaison, have a room that the citizens come into, and then enter all this stuff into, into a database. They will do it. I, I guarantee you, we can get tens of thousands of people because I know because they contact me and they right. contact me through Murder Squad, uh, saying that I want to be able to help. I, like we yeah. mentioned once that. Uh, transcribing old police files and I swear to God we've gotten about 500 people saying I want to do that yeah and so mm-hmm. we're ready a lot we're, of man we're, hours we're ready man to and go. woman hours yep. also everybody can just adopt a retired cadaver dog yep. and just take it on walks near storage lockers yes. just all day long mm-hmm. just walk past him I love it <clears throat> hey if, if retired like two tan men can spend the rest of their days on a beach with a metal detector why can't Billy Jensen lurk around storage lockers with a retired right? service dog not yeah. service dog cadaver dog I think it's a great idea I love it I endorse I mean, it completely <laughs> pretty sure they know the ones that are in storage lockers they're supposed to be there no right no, no. I mean, I'm talking about storage lockers in, when I'm saying storage lockers Lockers, I'm saying that those are the ones that are in the storage lockers in the police departments. Oh, I'm talking. You're about talking about like going to like storage wars. Yeah, one eight hundred storage wars. Yeah. yeah. Oh my I god, that, that hasn't happened yet in storage wars. That, well, a body. as far as we know. Yeah, it's almost it's almost happened where they found they saw a, a bone because you know then it becomes a crime scene then you lose your you lose it mm-hmm. you know because you can't have that anymore. So if you find a dead body in there then then so that's been addressed on there. Oh. But I did meet Barry at the airport once and I was pretty excited. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. such a main guy. He's the older guy. The auctioneer guy. The guy like, this is going in my collection. No, not the auctioneer guy. The auctioneer guy's great because oh, he's okay. just like, these people are crazy. I am going to venture a guess is. that they, they plant a lot of that stuff in there, too. Oh, oh for sure. Because <laughs> yes, otherwise, people are going to get a whole lot of our notes from middle school. Yep. In a storage Boyfriend locker. That would yeah. be fun too. Just trying oh. to like figure out who it is. That'd be super. Fun. It really is a sad show too because if, yeah. if they do find something that's good, it's just like it's somebody that either that died or right. or lost it. Couldn't and afford to pay for the storage. It's very ghoulish when you think about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's dark. Reality TV is dark. With that, another word from our sponsors. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Pawn Stars and Storage Wars. <laughs> Zola, the wedding company that will do anything for love, is reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. From engagement to wedding and to decorating your first home, Zola is there, combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology all in the service of love. Mm. And Zola really is the easiest way to plan your wedding and register. They take the stress out of wedding planning with a free wedding website, the easiest wedding registry, and affordable invite suites and more. And they have so many beautiful styles to choose from. It's amazing. Oh, my Lord. I'm so excited for all the fall weddings coming up. 
by yes. the way. Mm-hmm. If you're having a fall wedding, it is time to order your invitations and day of paper. Right but now. Then, now. All their styles are so gorgeous, you can find them to match whatever your motif is. Mm-hmm. I just love getting that email, looking at the invitations. Yeah. Like, I'm not even getting married again anytime soon. But I'm like, <laughs> I have a friend getting married in October, and we just started getting, like, evites for her, all of her events through her wedding through Zola. It, it's been awesome. They're gorgeous. And they've just mm. added thousands of invite designs for every style and color scheme. They will also print your guest addresses for free on free yeah. envelopes. Mm. I can't. It's That's amazing. amazing. And they that let guests amazing. RSVP online on your free matching wedding website. It's just gorgeous. You can match it. And as a guest, it's very easy to RSVP yeah. to look at the couple's registry, mm-hmm. which, by the way, Zola makes it extremely easy to make your registry. And they have so many cool products. I mm-hmm. I love it. I love Zola. Mm-hmm. The RSVP thing is, as a guest, is so clutch because I always forget to send in my little card. Oh, yeah. Who has stamps? Always. No, no one has right? stamps. I haven't owned a stamp in six years. Yeah, definitely it's not. It's 2019. Online or bust. Exactly. Fully here for it. Mm-hmm. So you can sign up at Zola.com forward slash gals and get 30% off your invites and paper order. So again, sign up at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com forward slash G-A-L-S and get 30% off your invites and paper order. Treat yo wedding. Treat it. Cheers Restore is an after-alcohol aid designed to reduce the negative effects of alcohol. And if you're listening to this podcast, we need it more than likely. You need it. (laughs) Um, More cheers. (laughs) Whether you drink a little or a lot, or whether it depends on the day and your mood and, like, how you're feeling, take Mm. cheers after a night out or a night in listening to podcasts or in the Mm -hmm. bath, and you will feel (laughs) at least 50% better the next morning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is no joke. It's we not. just got back from our tour, and let me tell you, that was a, an alcohol-soaked adventure it was for yeah. the entire the summer. Sponsored by Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I brought my Cheers with us, and it saved my butt on more mm-hmm. than one occasion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, you don't have to just be getting totally wasted in order for Cheers to help you. If you take Cheers every time you drink you will be feeling much better because let's be honest, mm. even moderate responsible drinking can leave you feeling less than 100% the next day, especially if you have to get up, if you have to get up early for a flight. Oh my yes. God, drinking in my 30s, I have like a glass and a half and I, I'm, I'm hit by a truck the next mm-hmm. morning. Thank God for cheers. Mm-hmm. So take two to four capsules after your last drink or before going to bed and you will feel mm-hmm. better in the morning. We guarantee it. We've lived it. Mm-hmm. We love it. Trust. It's like an antacid for alcohol. Cheers Restore mm-hmm. neutralizes alcohol's negative effects so that you wake up feeling great. No more headaches, nausea, or sluggishness the next day. And it's healthy for your liver, too. And it just helps yeah. you focus. You know when you, like, can't find your boarding pass and it's driving mm-hmm. you crazy and you feel just a little bit dizzy and, like, you could throw up, but, like, you could also not throw up? Like, Maybe that's you should have taken feeling. your cheers. Yeah, should have taken your cheers. 
Ugh. And honestly, we're going to help you get that cheers, y'all. Because for a limited time, our friends at Cheers are giving Wine and Crime listeners a chance to try out Cheers Restore for free. That's right, people. Free. So to take advantage of this offer, simply go to takecheers.com forward slash gals. Take the 30-second quiz. We love a good quiz. Mm. Pay $1 for shipping worth every penny, worth all 100 pennies. And your four-dose sample bottle will be on its way along with a free gift. I love a free gift. Free, free, So one free, more free, time, free. that's takecheers.com forward slash gals to get your first four doses of Cheers Restore for just $1. I mean, the doses are free. You're just paying for the shipping, and it's only a dollar. It's totally mm-hmm, worth it. Mm-hmm. Treat your guts. So Cheers really is the best thing to happen to alcohol since alcohol. Rothy's has quickly grown to a most loved, truly most loved, gotta have them brand. And it's no surprise that they have over 1,000 nearly perfect reviews. They are stylish. They are sustainable. They are comfortable. They are washable. They're really an all-in-one pair of shoes. They're the perfect flats for life on the go. We kept accosting people in airports <laughs> asking if they were wearing Rothy's every time we saw people in Rothy's. We really did. It happened multiple like times. five or six times. It's embarrassing. So if you're listening right now and we accosted you in an airport about your Rothy's, we're not sorry. We're yeah. not sorry. No, Excuse I don't me, ma'am. take it back. I love your mocha leopard print loafers. I love oh, your Rothy's. I'm also wearing my mocha leopard print loafer. Tell me more about Rothy's. Twins. (laughs) So since Rothy's are seamlessly crafted from recycled water bottles, they're ultra comfortable as soon as you slip them on. So there's zero break-in period for these shoes, which I was really skeptical about because I have like very sensitive skin on my feet. It sounds weird, but I, but like I have a lot of trouble with finding shoes that are comfortable, and Rothy's are incredible. So I bought my third pair while stress shopping on an airplane. I have four. I have four pairs, (laughs) and I'm itching for more. Yeah. Yeah. And I had never put them on before, this this new pair, and I am in Paris this week, because treat yourself, and I have been walking for miles each day in my Rothy's flats and don't have a single blister, just seamless, perfect. Yep. No break-in. Love it. They're incredible. Also, it will blow your mind that they are made from recycled plastic water bottles. They're, I can't even. They're so soft. Mm-hmm. Rothy's has diverted over 25 million water bottles from landfills. I love Whoa. it. Also, because they're made from water bottles, they are fully machine washable. It's unbelievable. Which Don't is my favorite them, thing. But oh, put every them in the time, washing machine, not the dryer. Every time they need a refresh, you can simply toss them into the washing machine. It's like getting a fresh pair every laundry day. And let me tell mm-hmm. you, it is like new. It's like new. They are brand new. Yeah. I it's was bonkers. skeptical. I got I accidentally got tattoo ink on my pink round <gasps> Rothy's, like my really fuchsia ones, and I was so sad, and I washed them, and it came out. Yeah, they come out like new. It's incredible. I have, I, like, stinky, horrible feet, and these are the only shoes that can, like, last. 
We remember. Mm-hmm. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. So check out all the amazing styles available right now and plan which six pairs you're going to buy next at rothys.com forward slash gals. Again, that's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com forward slash G-A-L-S to get your favorite new flats or six pairs. Comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes that you have been waiting for. One more time, head over to rothys.com forward slash gals today. Treat your feet. Treat them. Mm. Trade them. As a regular user of Reddit.com, I got really pumped for this episode and this particular quote unquote case, but I also intentionally misunderstood the assignment because we talk so much about murder that this isn't even really a crime. It's a missing persons case. So it's still a sleuthy That's okay. case. We do yeah. we do missing persons yeah. case. And I, I'm actually starting to do a lot more missing person cases using yeah. this system and, and in the book there is a, a woman went missing and it was it, the reason why i knew the woman's mother is that it was it, her sister was murdered sure mm. so her sister was murdered her sister goes missing a year later they find her skull mm-hmm. just a piece of her skull and the mother calls me up you know frantic because now her other daughter goes missing oh, oh my so god can you yeah. even imagine so were I they at of, all related what's like, that were the cases at all related um so she, hers were, was definitely the murder was definitely related to another one, mm. and we think we all know who did it. And I actually name him in the book too, uh-huh. uh, but they just don't have enough evidence to, to nab uh-huh. him on it. But uh, with this, you know, that that, st- that started my first ever missing persons case, and I was able to actually um, uh, track her down within 24 hours and got her to. She hadn't been kidnapped or anything, but she was with a dude that was probably not a great guy. Sure. And, I said, you know, listen, there's a, there's a police officer. Just go contact him and then have call your mom and then everything like that. We I'm so excited for, like, the wave of of investigation that's going to be sparked by the release of this book. Oh, and yeah. And to see some of the unsolved things that you're still working on mm-hmm. in this book maybe become solved yeah. from evidence that people bring yeah, forward. That's got to be such a cool feeling. No, the, An the, avalanche. I mean, the big thing is, is exactly. It's like, you know, I got a... I got a message from a, a detective who I'd never spoke to before. He said, like, I'm getting copies for all of my yeah. detectives. Mm-hmm. And, and he's the chief of detectives in a small town, in a, actually a medium-sized town in New Jersey. And I was just like, that's great. I that's love that. I, want, I hope there's more of that that yeah. happens across the country. It'd be a great stacking stuffer. Sure would. <laughs> stacking <laughs> The holidays are right around the corner with wine and crime. Okay. In five months. So over 20 years ago, which I can't believe I'm even saying, in June of 1995, which I distinctly <gasps> remember as an adult woman, um, <laughs> Michael too. Hager was driving. Yeah, it was not a deal over 20 years ago. That's the that's the that's the Billy's weird. like, oh, same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Macarena. Michael Hager was driving along uh, U.S. Route 58 West when he came upon a young man on the side of the road hitchhiking. Um, feeling generous that afternoon, he decided to pull over and pick the young man up. And this kiddo was clad in a Grateful Dead t-shirt and just looked like a nice guy. No. Um, Grateful for the ride, he hopped in and the two continued on their way. But tragically, they did not get very far. Michael lost control of the car on the highway for a mostly unknown reason. But investigators suspect that he fell asleep at the wheel because they did a talk screen and he was completely like clear of any substances. Um, but if he'd been driving for a long time, it's possible he just kind of drifted off to sleep. Um, and the car careened into a pair of trees on the side of the highway around 1.30 p.m. Neither of them were wearing seatbelts and both sitting up front, um, which is likely why they were killed in the crash. Michael, the driver, could be identified not only by his face, but the vehicle registration and the license were all linked to him, to his name. 
Um, but the young man with him in the Grateful Dead t-shirt was so badly injured that he couldn't be identified. And he was just a rando that he'd picked that up. Picked yep. up. yep. Mm-hmm. Uh. So he, the, I don't, I mean, if, if the guy in the car, Michael, I'm sure knew his name, but he was dead. So it's like. Yeah, they just inter- had introduced themselves. Exactly. Yeah, there's like no way to know who that was. There's literally no way to know. Um, he was not carrying an ID on him, and the only items in his pockets were Grateful Dead ticket stubs from the <laughs> night before, um, a dollar and quarters, a yellow Bic lighter, and a letter reading, quote, Jason, sorry we had to go. See you around. Call me. And listed a phone number from Caroline T. and Caroline O. Bye. Aren't oh. yellow lighters, like, bad luck? It's the orange ones that are bad luck. Oh. Hmm. But there are also, like, everyone, every stoner has a different, like, oh, that color's bad luck. Right. <laughs> but whatever. I buy blue ones. Mine's yellow. Yeah. Oh, do you buy blue ones? Do you I, like blue? I don't know why I'm always drawn to the blue lighter for lighting all of the goodies that I got in Denver, but whatever. Um, so with this note, investigators thought they had struck gold, but the phone number lacked an area code and could not be connected. Like, no one could actually get through to whatever the number was. It was 555. Probably. Without a proper phone number or last names, the Carolines that were in that note were never identified. So nobody found these girls who wrote this note Weird. to Jason. What they knew was that Grateful Doe, that they had been calling him, now Jason Doe, was estimated Grateful to be... Doe. Grateful Doe. I know, yeah. I thought that was so cute. Was estimated to be between the ages of 15 and 21 years old, which is a big gap. I mean, it's only like six years, but I feel like your body when you're 15 yeah. is so different to when you're 21 that if they're yeah. like looking for a 15-year-old... especially for dudes, Right? Too. That growth spurt. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anyway, I feel like that that window of age made it mm-hmm. even harder to find. Yeah, but yeah, but also too, you never want to do too specific too just, just in case. Sure, yeah. it, it is older because then people won't look at it. Yeah, so you're always gonna true. you're always gonna err on the side of doing it doing a longer. wider a bigger range. Gap. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. my case it was too narrow. Mm-hmm. He had brown eyes, long curly brown or dark blonde hair that had been dyed like a reddish color. There was a tattoo of a star on his upper left arm and another possible tattoo, <laughs> which was faded on his right arm. That's Both what? possible tattoo is not something <laughs> right, I want right. to be no. identified as. <laughs> <laughs> is it? No! Oh my God, okay. Billy has a possible tattoo. <laughs> he has a possible tattoo of a star on his upper arm. Oh it's my God, you. Billy! Yeah. Holy I, shit. I, 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 hockey I, I know this story, but I didn't know. That was my first ever tattoo. Yeah. And, was uh, it a stick and poke? No, it wasn't a stick and Okay, because yeah. these were suspected years. to be stick and, stick and yeah. poke okay, tattoos. Right, yeah. I just I'd got not, a tattoo I'd not known that week. detail. It's still healing. You're crushing it. It's still healing. Oh, she beautiful. looks good. I right? like. Yeah, Is that Kenyon. your first tattoo? No, my second one. But my first one, I was 18, so it's been yeah, a long exactly. time. Yeah, exactly. This was 18, too. Yeah. I love that. But now I get one a year. I can't oh, wait is to it get... a star? It's a star, yeah. Yeah. Billy you wouldn't Martin. believe it, but it is mm-hmm. a star. Billy no, has a like tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> I want my Yosemite Sam tramp stamp. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. So um, these were homemade stick and poke tattoos. He was wearing a beaded necklace and his left ear had been pierced, but he was not wearing an earring. Not an important detail, but I love it. There was a scar found on his back. He possible was pierced ear. Possible pierced ear. <laughs> he was Caucasian, had no apparent dental work, so he couldn't be identified by oh. any dental records. Um, they also tried running his fingerprints through a database. Nothing came up. 
Um, and at the time of the accident, he was wearing a red tie-dyed Grateful Dead t-shirt, Levi's jeans, white socks, and black Fila running shoes. So oh. probably would have had a huge crush on him in high school. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I you dated him. him now. Yeah. Sounds like he was a drummer. Exactly. In an indie band. In yeah. a drum circle, which <laughs> that's where I draw the line. Um, due to the severity of the lacerations on his face, uh, mortuary photographs couldn't be released to the public. It was just like too gruesome. gruesome. Yep. Oh. Um, but a Facial reconstruction was released, and uh, like pretty much right away, like a like a sketch had been done. They tried to do a facial reconstruction, but it's the '90s, so they don't have the same mm-hmm. technology that we have yeah. now or mm-hmm. years later. So that didn't. It just looks like my clay triceratops. Yeah, without even without the two fan or any horns. horns. Yeah, <laughs> just just a lump and four it's legs. A yeah. It's a triceratops. Didn't it have one of the three horns, or did you not nope. even make a single? Didn't even horn? get to she a ran horn. Out of time. Okay, great. <laughs> By the way, you just mentioned Triceratops, and I saw Stephen being like, <gasps> he is wearing a, a, <laughs> some sort of dinosaur, some raptor uh, t shirt. Yeah. His other that. obsession, Jurassic Park. Basically, here for it. Anyway, so another facial reconstruction was released in 2012, which is great, and um, was picked up and circulated by the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, which, as we know, is an amazing organization. Um, and this still wasn't really pinging anything Mm -hmm. like this case at this point was you know coming up on 20 years old um it it just wasn't getting any traction um at least 221 missing people were ruled out as possible identities of grateful doe so like they were doing the best Mm -hmm. they could they were trying to cross-check this person with tons of missing children's reports or missing persons reports using the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children and they just were coming up empty over Mm. and over and over again and the trail went cold for years until that sketch finally like caught somebody's attention in I want to say 2013 but what's funny is you were mentioning before that like a lot of times you suggest that people kind of search like in the area where they live Mm -hmm. or if a case sticks with them this case stuck with a woman all the way across the world in Queensland's Australia Queensland, Australia. Whoa. Yep. And this woman who like is like me and is obsessed with Reddit.com, her name is Layla Betts, started getting into unsolved mysteries, like really getting into unsolved mysteries. Mm. She's basically Ooh. us with forensic files, but was really into unsolved mysteries. I'm assuming the show and also just mysteries that are unsolved. <laughs> capital U. Capital exactly. <laughs> so she stumbled across this case of the Grateful Doe and posted it to Reddit. And she also helped create an entire subreddit called Our Grateful Doe. And it was devoted to solving this case. Like, she would not sleep. She was completely engrossed in solving this case. And thousands of people joined that community, that Reddit community. And Layla says she would sometimes spend over 12 hours a day just moderating the community and, like, replying to comments, following leads, and then Mm. contacting law enforcement from overseas for a case in Virginia from Australia. That's wild. Posting updates, like, just, it was a f- more than a full-time yeah, job. Yeah, and one of the reasons for that was because it was, it was the Grateful Dead angle. Mm-hmm. And there was so much, so many people just left to go mm-hmm. on, um, uh, to go on this Grateful Dead journey yep. and follow the band around and everything. So you had not only mm-hmm. people who knew people that did that, family members that did that, but also you had this entire community that mm-hmm. was invested in it because it was like he was here's one of ours. Right. And he was right. he had the ticket subs that were in his pocket. One was for a show the day before and one was for a show the day of the so car accident. So he was accident. following. So he, he wasn't was following just a them, off. But they were scalped tickets. So oh. he couldn't even be traced. Question for Billy. 
on a scale of one to ten, how how receptive is law enforcement from a random citizen calling in to say like they've cracked the case and someone has to listen to them? Oh, the red string lines mm-hmm. up. Yes. <laughs> it really it's like five. You know, it really is. Mm-hmm. It depends on who you get, and some mm-hmm. people get it, some people don't. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Uh, um, which is is sad because people are calling in with information. I know that. That, that they don't want to go on wild goose chases. Uh, mm. They probably do get some crank callers. For but, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost wish that there was a sort of a no. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a, a somebody who is uh, who is has these wild theories. Right. I'm actually somebody that listens to a lot of podcasts. Like we need a badge. you need like a certified yeah. organic. We do yeah. need a badge. certified a badge. podcast. I've li- I've listened to this many <laughs> episodes of Wine and Crime. This many episodes of Murder Squad. Yeah. This many episodes of MFM. It's a yeah. passport. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so some yeah. sort of passport. Be like, look, here's my credentials. You earn your hours. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to you. That would be mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. work really on that. Yeah. Our episodes yeah. of our show get you like 0.01 credit. Sure. They episodes of Murder Squad. Yeah. You get... I think ours might remove. <laughs> yeah. Those are two episodes of Murder Squad for every episode of our show. Yeah. To your Just credit. to balance it out. <laughs> but I mean, this woman in Australia, uh, that's a good point. Like she was just persistent as fuck. Yeah. With, like posting these updates, contacting law enforcement. And one of the updates that she posted was another um, – like set of composite sketches i think people were even like coming together to kind of like take their own stab at for lack of a better word uh putting together some of these sketches and she would bring any new piece of information to that forum there was also a facebook page like it was a widespread Mm -hmm. thing and um that set of composite sketches post resulted in a message in layla's reddit inbox from a guy named steve and Steve said that he recognized the guy in the composite sketches, and he thought it looked like one of his old roommates from when he lived in Illinois years ago, mm. um, a guy named Jason Callahan. And Jason's mother, Margareta Evans, confirmed that she had not heard from her son Jason since 1995. <gasps> oh, my God. And years and years and years after his disappearance, she had finally filed a police report um, which indicated that she had last heard from her son the same month that the Volkswagen that Michael Hager was driving went off the road <gasps> near Emporia, Virginia. What? I'm not passing judgment here, but was there a reason she waited years to yes. contact the police? There was. Okay. So his mother told the police that her son was a frequent runaway. He had mm. been spending a lot of time following the Grateful Dead around the country. He was it's a 1995. Free spirit. He didn't have a cell phone. It wasn't. He read a lot of Jack Kerouac. He, Probably. It was not uncommon for her to not hear from him for a long stretches, stretches of time. Okay. Um, and My mom texts Amanda when she can't pretty much get a hold of me. Exactly. <laughs> so she also, it sounded like, just didn't really even know where to begin to report him missing because she had no clue where he was. Like, she hadn't heard from him in so long, she wouldn't be able to know exactly what state he's in in. she knew that the last time she talked to him was that was that month in 1995 in june this which happened to be the same month of the car accident thank god but it could have been any day any day any number of months that was just like i think that was just happenstance cops would have been like are you fucking kidding me?" right well and i think it was just happenstance that she even talked to him that month like that could have been she could have not spoken to him for six months before that car accident and Mm -hmm. then it's like oh shit that didn't even that timeline doesn't even add up Mm Um, and Jason's half sister said, quote, no one ever thought to report him missing because they thought he wanted to be missing. They thought he was just like enjoying his life on the road. Mm -hmm. Um, so at this point, after Steve comes forward and is like, I think this is my old roommate. And you know, this conversation starts ruminating, then it's like, okay, we got to find Jason Callahan's family and we have to talk to them. Um, and so they did get 
in touch with Shannon Callahan, who is Jason's half-sister. Um, she said, quote, I honestly started shaking. When I looked at that picture, I, it looked like my dad was looking back at me. So she's oh. like, the composite sketch even looked like a member the of family. our family. <gasps> yeah. Which, I that technology is incredible. That. That, that's the most mind-blowing thing ever. And the technology behind the composite sketches, like the ones you can make on, on the computer, mm-hmm. those are incredible. And then sometimes you see these police sketches that are just <laughs> so Or like witness, witness you sketches. Know, you know what? It, here's the thing about that. <laughs> there, is a, there is a sketch um, of a guy uh, in an old uh, uh, breaking and entering Peeping Tom case. Oh, God. Mm. And it was It's gonna in, escalate. It was in uh, Visalia. Mm-hmm. Oh. His name is the Vasalia Ransack. It did escalate. Oh. Yeah, we Quick. It did escalate. <laughs> yes. And the, the 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 sketch was so ridiculously jokey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he looked like Moonface. That's what yeah. we called him. And then when we finally Time. got Joseph D'Angelo like, oh, and like. we saw the picture of him in Old the cop moon uniform, face. it looked exact. It was dead on. Okay, okay. That's Can we I rename the Golden State Killer <laughs> Old Moonface? Moon 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 <laughs> Old Little Dick Moonface. <laughs> yes. Old Little Dick Moonface. Oh <laughs> I love that everyone was like, I didn't get a look at him, but his dick was really yeah. small. Yeah. And you know, how many tips, you know how many tips they had because of, of like women calling in from like mm-hmm. guys that they were with that sure. had small wieners. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, there should be a database through. of that too. I mean, yeah. it's okay. not the size that's that's the even Where's the top? That's true. Dick Where's database. the top Matthews for that? Where's the name for that? <laughs> what you do with it? We'll get on it. We've got spreadsheets already. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm pretty sure I have that... a few leads. Oh god. <laughs> a few tips. No. <laughs> I hate these puns. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Are I you promise. this close I'm to being close. done? I'm an inch away. Um, okay. So she's like, oh, this is so gross. He looks just like my dad in this sketch. Um, he had the same face, and he even had a lot of my facial features, my forehead, and the shape of my face. I knew in that moment, deep down, that this was Jason. Uh. So Shannon offered to take a DNA test because they did have his DNA, but like, it hadn't pinged mm-hmm. anything. Um, and then she and Layla, this Reddit community creator, and thousands of other online sleuths who were deeply invested in the Grateful Dead case waited for a year for the results of the yeah. DNA to God, come back. God, that's brutal. That's... I understand, yeah. but that's got to be really hard. Um, and they did determine, because of Shannon's DNA and all of Layla's hard work to like get all of this to the forefront 20 years later, that this was Jason Callahan. It closed the case on that. Right, wow. Um, and brought closure to not only this family but mm-hmm. like these thousands of people yeah. that had yeah. gotten so invested because you're right it like so latched into the Grateful Dead community mm-hmm. um, and that's like I mean I know that best possible outcome is that this missing person is still alive sure. and just wants to have a new life and and is leading that life mm-hmm. but second best if we had to find a silver lining and often is more that, likely is that it was just a, f- a freak accident mm-hmm. he was you know, he was happy. Yeah. Killed he wasn't, instantly, probably. Yeah, he wasn't being held somewhere. He wasn't murdered, you know. Like, right. That's and after years of not something. hearing from your family, like, yeah. that yeah. can yeah. give some closure. Yeah, and it's just, it's a matter of that we've seen the most uh, luck, not luck, I shouldn't say luck, the most persistence and the most results from citizen detectives for these two cases that we were just talking mm-hmm. about, for the unidentified remains. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is one of, the, you know, it's just a lot of stuff to sift through mm-hmm. and the web is a big place yeah. but it's not even beyond the web too it's just mm-hmm. going into for the old the cases you have to go into microfiche and things like that yeah. 
And, you know, law enforcement doesn't have the time. No. Right. You know, they're, wor- they're working on the case that just happened. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's uh, more see, likely to solve the case that yeah, just happened. Yeah. And it's happened. also they're worried about their, you know, at the top, they're worried about their numbers too for Absolutely. that year, not for solving something way back. Right. This is where citizens can, can help can right. in step a major, up. major way. Yeah. yeah that's huge. Um, so just to close this out, Layla Betts, the woman who started that Grateful Doe uh, subreddit, said, quote, it was a very sobering moment because at that moment, it wasn't that this case had been solved after 20 years. It was that Jason Callahan was finally going to go home. His family had a resolution, which is pretty mm-hmm. amazing. Um, the Grateful Doe subreddit still exists. And now that it's like namesake case has been solved, the community features hundreds of other missing person cases Mm. several of which have been solved as a result of very similar step-by-step process that this woman took and yeah she's i think she's still a moderator but now it's a pretty big community so she has more support Mm -hmm. and um there are a lot of rules for how you're supposed to interact within that community Mm -hmm. but i kind of went down a little rabbit hole Mm -hmm. in that subreddit and it like it's so supportive and hopeful in there Mm -hmm. and really sharing cases from all over the, the gamut, like run the gamut mm-hmm. of different things, um, which I think is important because we talk a lot on our show about how like missing women of color are off, are often yeah. not represented yeah. in the media. Transgender victims. Yep. Yeah. And so you go into a subreddit like this where people are less, I guess, swayed by like the media, what case is going to be, you know, the, the mm-hmm. hot case mm-hmm. to cover and just really want to see justice and results for all of these yeah. unsolved cases. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm glad to know. I'm sad that something like that has to exist, but I'm glad to know that it does. Right. Uh, no, absolutely. We just did a, a case uh, with uh, Jenkins County, Jane Doe, with uh, the Fall Line podcast. We mm-hmm. did a crossover event. And it was, it was you know, this is somebody that was uh, probably an uh, Asian female mm-hmm. who very well might have been trafficked here, you know. Mm-hmm. And you just don't, yeah, you don't hear those mm-hmm. cases out right. there. And there's a lot of them not only missing, um, but also the unidentifieds and, and mm-hmm. how you how you get that stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you that. so much for joining us on our show and inviting mm-hmm. us into the studio. Mm-hmm. We have never seen microphones this large. Nope. <laughs> Ever. Nope. We that is start a not a euphemism. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. This is <laughs> and just a, a one more time reminder that Billy has graciously invited me to come join him for his amazing like book conversation at Majors and Quinn. On Sunday, August 18th. At 5 p.m. over in, at Majors in, and Quinn. In Minneapolis. Yeah. So. And you can get a signed copy of Chase Darkness with me. Mm. Yeah. Yes. You can go to if you want to order it from your local. Oh, always. Always better to order it from your local bookstore mm-hmm. and, yes. uh, and go in, pick up a copy. If they don't have a copy, ask for it. Yeah. But then if you don't have a bookstore near you, because some of them don't, right. um, you know, you can go on Amazon or go to chasedarkness.com and you can pick it up. I'm so yeah. pumped. We're going to have so much fun. <clears throat> All right. Special thanks this week. Uh, first off, to our fan picker, Lauren Hurley and the Lesbians of Levensholm. Yes. What a and fun also, club. And also I to want our, to be in that club. <laughs> and also to our special guest, Billy Jensen of the Murder yes. Squad podcast. And special thanks to Stephen Ray Morris for running uh, the sound for our in-person mm. interview with Billy. You're amazing. Thank you, Stephen. Crushed it. And thank you to Elaine Brown. I am doing the Elaine Bennis dance mm. of joy over your $5 elbows. a month donation. Elbows out, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Elbows, knees, shoulders, everything. Everything Toes. out. Thank Elbow you to out. Jessica Ambreeze. 
Amber's is the color of your energy. There we go. A strong breeze couldn't knock you over. <laughs> thank you, Jessica. <laughs> and thank you, Nadia Shearer. I can Get nearer think... to us, Nadia <laughs> Shearer. Nearer, Shearer, nearer. <laughs> I can think of Nadia else to say. Oh, God. <laughs> thank you, Christina McMillan. Return of the Macmillan. <laughs> Chilling Return like a villain, Christina Macmillan. <laughs> thank you for your $5 a month donation. Uh, thank you, Natalie Seagriff. Uh, it's like a majestic ocean creature, it like sounds... a sea griffin. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a Harry Potter yeah. character. Seagriff. You are I a mermaid. And I will not mm -hmm. expect I will not accept any other reality. Mm -hmm. I agree. Is it my turn? It's my turn. Thank it, you. It is your turn. Carrie O'Connor. <sighs> O'Connor? Hardly know her. Yeah. Big time. There we are. Thank you, Rach. <laughs> That's all we got. <laughs> uh, we uh, were oh, just on gonna, a break. Just going to sneak Rach. past you and grab the Rach with consent. Could be rock. Nah. Like it's Rach. Bach. Rock. I'm calling it Rach. Not enough. Okay. Next name. <laughs> Kate Rubin, I'm. I really want a Rubin sandwich right now. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I'm so mm. hungry. I'm stubin for a Rubin, Kate. Stubin for a Rubin. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't know what that means. Thanks, I. It hate doesn't it. mean anything. I'm so sorry, Kate. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Molly Guinan. You're a nice mm. guy or galnin. Or neither, or neither, or both. Or both. Or, nen or nether. Mm, never. <laughs> Thank you, Lexi. Uh, You're getting all the single names. I know. Flexi, Lexi. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not Flexi. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the tour has zapped us of any We're so energy. Tired. Yeah. <laughs> We're barely existing right now. We're barely uh -huh. alive. <laughs> Kenyon just wailed for no real reason. No, it was Amanda. It was me. <laughs> Who wailed? Uh, I'm fine. Uh. Mm -hmm. Thank you, artist Andrea. What an oh. old-timey name where your name is literally your occupation. Artiste. <laughs> thank you, Andrea. I'm assuming you're an artist. <laughs> and thank you, Travis Kilpatrick. Watch out, Patrick. Travis is coming <laughs> for you. Gonna kill you, Patrick. <laughs> Watch out, Patrick. Watch your back, Patrick. <laughs> Watch your back, Pat. Watch your back, Trick, Patrick. <laughs> okay, and thank you, Yvonne Abrahantes. Ooh. Abrahantes. I got there, <laughs> not well, but I got there, and Yvonne... I didn't stick the landing, but I did not stick the, the landing, but I landed. <laughs> Ivana, give you a big hug and thanks for your $5 donation. Graceful. Mm -hmm. Got there. Thank you, Carrie Jo Jewett. I... Don't do it, Carrie Jo Jewett. <laughs> You're carrying us it. across the finish line <laughs> with your generous donation. Yes. 
And thank you, Allie, or possibly Ali. Mm. Thank you for being so ambiguous. Floating <laughs> like a butterfly and stinging <laughs> like a bee. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Elizabeth Childress. You have increased your donation from $1 to $5 a month. <laughs> and your Elizabethan mm. ways are driving us wild. Whether you are childress or children, we or thank childless. you. <laughs> childress in the wilderness. <laughs> mm. Oh, somebody put me out of my misery. <laughs> Read the next name. It's mostly this emotional. be taking 10 you know? hours. Just roll through them. Thank Let's you, Amanda Mitchell. <laughs> Uh, Amanda. <laughs> Amanda they increased their squeeze. donation from two to five dollars a month. <laughs> Thank you for not mitching us out. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you, Jen Hoots or Hoots. You got a lot of Hootspah for increasing your donation from five to seven dollars a month. Create that Ooh. tier, Jen. Thank you, Crystal Lamb, kicking off our $10 a month tier. You are going to be getting a free fucking patriarchy wine glass in the mail, you little lamb. Little lamb. Crystal little lamb. lamb. Thank Crystal you, Jenny Lovesy. We lovesy you mm. for $10 a month. And thank you, Sarah Demers. Our love for you will never demmer. Dem. <laughs> Amazing. Christy Rush increased their $10 donation to a $15 donation because they really wanted to be a trash queen or king or neither or another or both. Thank you, Christy, for rushing back to Patreon. 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 And increasing your donation. You just missed your fried blueberry pancakes from this yes, morning. Yes, they're so good. Uh, thank you, Emily, for your $25 a month. You'll be able to pick a case and or topic and or wine pairing or all of them. Mm, I love Emily, that. Emily, no name, no last name, Emily. You're like Cher yeah. or Madonna. Emily Cher. Thank you, mm. Carrie Hammond. Also $25 a month. Send us your pics or oh, we will we carry it. you. Oh, or Nicole Faulkner. You also get to pick a case and or wine and or topic and or all of the, of the above. And we're not Faulknering with you, Nicole Faulkner. You get to pick all these things. Thank you, Renee Greenia, mm. who increased their pledge from 10 to $25 a month. Greenia, hardly know ya. Oh, love it. The grass is Greenia on the other side. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> And thank you, Alicia Niesmeyer, for a like once-off donation. If you like all of Amanda's ex-liaisons, have uh, trouble with commitment, don't know no. what you'll be able to donate from month to month, we get it. And you can donate mm -hmm. one time, any amount you'd like, via our online store, wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com. Thank you, Alicia you are not clueless. Now yes. we'll get to renew our niece because mm -hmm. of your generous donation. Donies. 
as will we for you, Stephanie Pritchett and your son, Sky, who is turning 18. OMG. Happy birthday, Sky. Happy birthday, Sky. Thank you oh. for your $20 <laughs> once off donation. <laughs> I don't know. That accent felt right. Happy birthday, Sky. Thanks, Sky. Don't question my methods. You know, Grandma loves you. Oh, <laughs> Mother. Thank you, Annika Anderson, for your $25 once-off. Mm. Annika, An wasn't that the Star, Star Wars guy? Anakin. Annika. Skywalker. <laughs> Annika. Thank you, Skywalker Anderson. My TIE Fighters. <laughs> and thank you. Oh, wait, no, is it you? It's Canyon? my it's turn. You. And this is Lucy's Sorry. friend, I think. Thank you, Ooh, Peter, Peter Tatsuda, oh. for another once-off donation, a very generous once-off donation of $125. Peter, you are freaking amazing. Peter, you're out of control. We need to have a conversation. buys you a drink when she sees you in person. A very yes. expensive drink. Thank you, Peter. All we right. love you. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have wine recommendations or creepy true crime stories to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. More importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. We are a totally independent show, so if you'd like to support us and get a shout-out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! Hey, I'm Stan. And I'm Drew. And we are your hosts of Bad in the Boondocks. Bad in the Boondocks is a fresh take on True Crime Podcast. We are a father and son team from way back in the sticks of South Carolina. Yeah, in a town of less than 500. And we have a shared passion for all things true crime. So, every Saturday we get together and swap stories about a true crime event. We try and find the most twisted and vile losers of our human race. Now you won't hear a lot of endless banner on Bad and Boondocks. But what you will hear is all the unedited facts on the cases we choose no matter how gory or troublesome they are. And you'll hear it all with a unique Southern flair. And along the way, you'll hear just the right amount of discussion and jokes to keep you and us from completely losing your mind. You can find us on all the major podcast platforms like iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Himalaya, and CastBox. Or just go to badintheboondocks.com and download all of our episodes there. So, come on down to the boondocks. Get your redneck on with us. We promise you'll have a good time. <laughs>